We here at Stormdar Weather work hand-in-hand with the National Weather Service and other professional weather service agencies as a Weather Ready Nation ambassador. We are avid weather enthusiasts who have studied the likes of Mother Nature for over 30 years. The purpose of this podcast is to provide weather information, facts, and trivia in a manner that is entertaining and easily understood by everyone. Hello and welcome back to the Stormdar Weather Podcast. This is episode 182. I'm Rando. I'm Corey. And I'm Shara. And this is the heat, humidity, Henri. Oh my gosh, is it hot out there? We got oh, all those things all, going on. Right it was super hot at 7.45 this morning. Oh, oh dear I noticed Lord. that. It was so hot. So hot. Put the kids on the bus. No, you we know. didn't. I took them to school. But right. still. But, but when you... But I had to wait out when in front of the starts, school. Right. We have a heat wave. Right? You know, last yeah, week course. was somewhat. Last week was nice and fallish. Somewhat. Well, yeah. Manageable. Right. I mean, it wasn't stupid hot. It was like upper eight, mid eighties. Oh my gosh! And today we're, and, was and we're headed into an extended period. To me, that yeah. <sighs> And if we don't get some rain, and the poor kids didn't even get to go outside today for recess because right. they over, keep them inside. If it's yes. over a hundred. Oh. You mean heat index? Okay. If it's, yes. If it's 100 or Jeez. more on the heat index, they got to stay inside and do indoor recess. So these poor kids, it's first day of school, and they don't even get to go outside. Mm-mm-mm-mm. My daughter was in a dress, and her hair was down. And she's like, well, we're putting my hair in a ponytail tomorrow, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> well, duh. We didn't get the August cool down we got in the past couple of years. Which Remember I'm that? disappointed. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, I, mean, I loved it. I'm not it. ready for fall, but... Oh, no. I do not do the 90s. No, but 80s see, are great. But see, the, the, there was a couple of times we, where we had a really hot July, and then all of a sudden August cooled down to like 70s. Like, oh my totally gosh, weird. this is awesome. But I mean, and I we're always going to have the humidity. Right. But when you get the temperature above 95, it's just unbearable. Uh, did you see my post that I made today? Yeah, I did. It's our, our weather station. It said 95.0 air mm-hmm. temperature. Dew point of seventy five point seven degrees. That is that insane, is unbelievable. But that made the heat index one hundred and eight. Right. And I went to the store, and I was about to like pass out just walking to my car, you know. And then you get to the Country Mart or the Walmart or wherever you oh, go. Oh, our poor van! It could not keep up. Oh my gosh! Like we went. Well, we went and rode the scenic branson scenic railway today oh that's right you guys did we some spent some time show. with our four-year-old our last baby at home while everybody else was at school oh, that's, yes okay but the air on those trains can't keep up when it's this hot so i mean like i was still sweating <laughs> on the train yeah it was warm and then we go to get in our car that's been sitting in a parking lot with no shade so it's for 150 two and degrees a half in hours and oh my <laughs> goodness like the seat was burning me yeah she got burnt she got some burn marks on her legs oh it was bad our seat was bad but, I mean, it's like it can't keep up. The air in your car can't even begin to cool it. So you're just miserable if you're not at home in your air conditioning. When we walked in the house, it was like, ha, oh, finally air conditioning that actually works. Yeah, I just want to stay home. Seriously. I mean, I don't want to yeah, go out. There's no I want to stay home and I want to chill in the pool. But there is no it. way I'm going to play disc golf. Oh, no, 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 no. I would no. not last two seconds out there. Just us walking 
down the gangway or whatever they call it on the train. <laughs> the boarding plank? I don't know. I don't know. On a boat, it's a gangway, but it was hot. Like, I felt like we were getting burnt. And we had to wear masks. Masks are required on all on, know, the, on the train because it's a it's a transportation it's a transport like an airplane yes. oh like so the airport any, so right. yeah so, so you have to wear a mask federally mandated on. yes yeah so I mean from the minute this was wild when I fly to uh, San Diego which I'm going to be doing again in September you know from the minute you enter that airport to the minute you exit the airport at your right. destination you got to have that mask yeah. on I mean like I'm all for wearing the mask but whoo it was hot it was so hot as long as the airplanes are cool I mean it's what. You know, minus 15 degrees, way up at 30,000 feet Our or something. Our four-year-old you know? <laughs> was, like, super excited. He was ready to wear a mask. Well, yeah. Now, you have all... I mean, you have kids in school. I mean, you have kids that are, you know, We got graduated. kids in college. We yeah. got kids... So, Grayson's gone to college. Uh, Grant's moving out soon. Moving out soon. Garen is a high schooler now. Yes, yeah. He started high school today. And Jilly is a first grader? Second grader. Second grader. And then poor Griffin. He's at home all by himself. Well, he not kept, today. He kept asking me, where's where's sister? Like, she's at school. It's like every day, all day. He goes, I don't want her to be gone all day. I'm like, I know. Well, what? Okay. Now, what is the age of starting kindergarten now? Five. Is it five? They oh, have to so be five before September, September 1st. 1st before they can okay. start kindergarten. So they'll start kindergarten next year. So he can definitely start next year. He could do preschool right now. Um, I just got to find him one. Okay. We're very limited on preschool. Because, see, I got town. in, we talked about this before. I got in right under the wire. Me too. I was you a July, too. end of July baby. So. so, I was end of October. So, I, oh. but see, I'm much older than you. Yes. Back Way then. back then, you could still get in yeah. early October. I had some friends that were early September babies. But uh, I think now it's September 1st. Yeah, because I know they keep changing. You know, back the thing forth. is, I have lots of friends with kids in August. And they'll feel like they're not mature-wise. They'll feel like, oh, they're going to be the baby of the group. Mm. Because you have other kids, like my son was born in November. He's going to be turning six in November. Okay. You know? And so these other kids are just turning five in September. So they feel like maturity-wise, maybe let's oh, wait. Right. So they will hold them at home until the next year. So typically, the kids that are born in August are held back a year, not held back, but they, yeah, they, they kind of have them hold off and go to preschool. Well, it's great year. because, you know, Garen's 14. That's perfect for high school. That's when I started high school. 13. He's, He's a July 13. birthday when I was a July birthday. Well, so. he just turned 14, right? Yeah. yeah. I just turned 14, literally. He's not well, four. Is he 14? Oh, my gosh. He just turned 14. Are you kidding me? We just had that on the podcast <laughs> like Seriously? a couple of times Dude, ago. You know how old your kid is? <laughs> so I, Corey doesn't know. I, I like turned... <laughs> Send him a text and say happy 14th. <laughs> your dad just realized you're 14. <laughs> happy birthday. I thought it was 13. Oh my gosh. No, 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 no. But he Dude, will turn. But he will he's turn. In high school at 13. But he will turn 15, though, right? Next July. He just turned 14 that in makes July. Me, wow. You know, he's a young one, Because too. we started dating when you were 14. I turned 14 July 21st. Right. And then we met like two weeks later. Oh. I feel like I need to treat him more like an adult now or something. Totally. He should totally have to much more responsibility a, than he has. A guy's night somewhere. Oh. No, I just think oh. we should start making him do his own laundry and clean the house. Well, well there you go. Hey, well, you got to learn somehow. You know, he's a four teenager now, right. so there you go. This is when you start teaching them how to budget money and living life that they don't teach you in school, you know? They don't teach you how to budget and how to do Actually, taxes. Actually, they do. There's some classes you can take now. Mm -hmm. 
it's Grayson so had long. a class that did that last, uh, his like his senior yeah, year. But he not loved everybody it. has to take, take he that. He loved though. it. He had a teacher that I don't even think it was actually a budgeting class. <clears throat> that was just something he threw in extra. Oh wow! He taught them about budgeting and taxes. And, Good. And they like, need to do uh, that. Investing and all that. Grayson learned a lot. So okay. Now does does Garen still is he still into weather? I mean, is he like a weather nerd? Yes, he's actually an honors science. Oh, okay, good. Because I remember he was a big weather nerd a few years ago, and I know he likes weather, but I didn't know how if that was carrying over. Well, into... once you like weather, you always like well. Weather. You know that's yeah. true. I mean, like I'm I'm true. I kind of kind of wanted to warn him. He said he was an honors. So I was like, you know, honors science means <laughs> there's extra work. And they expect more of you because it's not like it's like, oh, you're the smart group. You know, it's like they yeah. are going to expect you to do more be the, work. Be the earth science, the meteorological, you know, portion of it. What Earth science, is that it? Meteorology and earth science, basically. I don't know what kind basically. of science he's in. Yeah. But I mean, it would be. I, I was never in honors science. We'll say that, okay? I was in honors English. <laughs> Honors lit, things like that. Never science. Science, I just. I don't know got if we by. had honor science way back when I, I was. I just barely got by when it came to science. <laughs> All I knew is I t- had to take baby algebra in college twice because, like, I took baby algebra in college. I think I might have passed with a D minus. But know. I had to pass it um, to yeah. get into nursing school. Yeah. Well, you had so. a reason. I'm a musician. We don't right? need to know. <laughs> And, like and I really only use the basics of math in nursing. So, well, you know, you don't pr- draw pal- parallelograms, but you need parallelograms in weather because of the warnings you oh, have. Oh, whatever. To cl- you have to click. I the know warning a few boxes. people who like to draw parallelograms well, on there. We but... call those people <laughs> Doug. <laughs> <laughs> and, if, and I think that's kind of a known thing. If you see a weird polygon in Southwest Missouri, that's Doug. But. Well, uh, I checked the GFS, and uh, at first, now three or four days ago, I checked the, the GFS, and it had something coming into like southern Texas and then moving up north. And I thought, oh my gosh, Corey, that's something that we've been wanting is that, that tropical system moving up. But that was a few days ago. Now I checked today, which we're about a week out. Is around September 1st, August 31st. It does bring something in, but there's a f- cold front that's going to come through around the 1st. Now, it's still a week out, but I checked the thermal profiles, and they were talking about, well, it could be knock- knocking us down back to, you know, not dramatic, but like in the 80s instead of the 90s. Well, you know, the tropics are supposedly going to be ramped up this year, and I would agree with that. <sighs> yes. Now, so there's always hope that one will come up through... You know, Texas and up to the Ozarks. Boy, I hope. And I, I did a little research the other day, and actually what sparked that was a Facebook post that I made when we got like five inches of rain in like three hours, and it was through a tropical system, and it was like 2012. Oh, okay. But uh, most of our tropical systems that actually affect the Ozarks, like all of them, have happened in September. So, there's always hope. Really? Yes. Well, we need that. We do need that right now. I mean, yeah, anything to like scrub this out. I'm just hoping that this heat wave is going to be the last one, at least the last well, long one. I mean, but it could last a while. This yeah. one. Yeah. Well, like I, you know, like the same GFS keeps it going for an entire week. I mean, the heat advisor only goes till Thursday night. Well, this is the in the last month. This is about the third heat advisor we've had now. Oh yeah. Oh. Easily. And this one could be the longest. So, 
it may even be extended past Thursday. Yeah, and I, I don't know what's going on. I mean, uh, I'm not seeing it, but if you notice the air temperatures, they've been up around, you know, 96, 97, 98 yep. through Thursday, but then Friday, at least they had 92. Yeah, it goes down a little bit. I mean, is there a dry cold front coming through? Because sure. I don't see any rain. I mean, that would be great. You know, I right. mean, if, even a dry cold front. Uh, Thursday, 97. Friday, 93. Saturday, 91. Yeah. So, see, some... Now, it's not super cool. N- no. But it's cooler. Now, is there any rain associated no, with that? No, 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 no. Yeah. So, something is... There's a reason. There's there's a reason yeah. that's going to drop. Uh, I'll take anything at this point. No, I haven't looked at heat in, index for that. I, you know, I mean, oh, yeah. it's still going to be summer. Oh, gosh, yes. Yeah. And that that's the thing we all have to realize right now. It is like today's August 23rd. We are right in the dead dog days of summer. We may right actually now. officially hit 100 by tomorrow or what? the next day. Air temperature? Yeah. Oh, no. We're scheduled at 99 right now. Tomorrow? Yeah. Well, tomorrow I'm driving to Springfield to pick up my mother. I'm bringing her to Branson. That was the other thing. For? Well, she wants to get her hair did. In Branson? Well, yeah. I mean. Like some more places in Springfield. No, she doesn't. She does it all herself. Oh. I mean, she's, well, a lot older than you think. (laughs) And she has done her own hair her entire life. And nope, don't trust myself with my own I, hair. I was gonna say perms and cut, but now it's getting kind of difficult for her to cut her hair. And I said, well, what I need to do is just pick you up because uh, and bring you to Branson to my hairdresser Gina, who does a lot of the stars around here, stars you know, perfor- Branson performers around here. She, well, she's been to Gina before, so Gina knows her, and uh, just get her hair cut the same length <laughs> and then take her back because her birthday is oh, next week i'm going to pamper her she'll be like 35 or this week uh more like more closer to 45 okay. <laughs> seriously she's my grandmother's age my grandmother just had a birthday yesterday oh yeah yes. and i think they're the same age so they're like a week apart oh no kidding yeah. how did your grandma turn yesterday i forget I can't well, well, she was what, born in 1933 or 34. 80-something, 86, 87. Yeah, well, at least like it. it's not 1904. Right. See, my grandmother was born in 1906. My grandmother was born in my 1908. My grandma was born in 1906. My grandmother. My grandmother was born in 1908. Yeah. Oh, right. wow. She was. She died... Uh, 2006. 17 years ago, 17, mm-hmm. 18 years ago, she was n- almost 90. I was going to say. She that's was almost 90 there. when she died. Wow. But your mom was like course, the last of 13 kids. My mom was kids. number 12 of 13 kids, oh and she gosh. was 40-something when she had her. So. That's right. You come from a huge, or your mom comes from a huge yeah. family. Oh, my God. They're not Mormon, She was they? old when I was born. No, she uh, she wasn't anything, but it was funny because... Uh, <laughs> I think she had them in a Catholic hospital, the later ones. You know, a lot of more yeah. home births oh, right. back in the day. But then when she finally did go to a hospital, she went to a Catholic hospital. And, and my mom said, I, I swear she got, like, VIP treatment because they just assumed she was Catholic. She had 13 kids. Oh, my God. There you go. <laughs> they, they gave her the good drugs. <laughs> right? <laughs> so I'm concerned. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Okay. Corey's got a concern. From so. Catholic births to... Oh, no. <laughs> to... Oh, wait. Segway. I hear. I feel a segue. Well, here we are in August. Yeah. Yeah. 
And you know, I I I don't like to make fun of people. Yes, but, that's bad. Well, we yeah, that, that I don't want because I'm I'm a nice guy. Yeah, yeah. But I've seen three or four of my friends yes. post that fall is fall early. has come early. Oh gosh. Because they see leaves on the ground, but the le- these leaves, leaves are burnt up. They're dead leaves. They're not falling because of fall. They're, they're falling because, because they're dead. Yes, and we're trying. Yeah, we need moisture. Is what <laughs> it has nothing to do with cool temperatures at night and no. falling coming We've had early. Several friends post like, "Oh my but gosh, why? fall's almost here." I mean, please don't confuse the dog days of summer and the oh. low end drought that we're having right now, right, with fall. Because yeah, this is not what fall. we have right now will kill fall. We won't color. have a fall. We won't have right. a pretty fall. We'll just go from green to brown. Well, that's why I'm hoping. I'm hoping that this thing in September will produce some rainfall. I mean, now, we had an inch this past week. Remember yeah, that? Yeah, that was overnight, wasn't it? That was something. No, I'm not. Not well. No, no. We yeah. need, we need a widespread inch. Not yeah. just well, we're getting to the point where we need a few days of an inch Correct. per day. I mean, because I'm looking yeah. at the drought. Okay, what is Map. the drought? Because I want to talk about we, that. N- there is no drought in Missouri. There is abnormally dry areas that are expanding on a weekly basis. So that'd be like a D zero. Correct. Okay, abnormally dry. Okay, but it's there to our east, and now. In southwest Missouri, in Jasper and Newton County, are now oh. abnormally dry. They weren't. They, they showed up this past Thursday. Oh yeah. I expect it to expand even more. Well, and these little poppers ain't gonna. They're, no, no, it's no. not gonna do it. So we, northwest Missouri has a, a swath of abnormally dry, and then east of West Plains and Joplin and Neosho are abnormally dry. So. Oh okay. It expanded quite a bit, like by fifty percent from last week. Do you know who is not in need of water? St. Louis. Really? I've been watching things slide into St. Louis today. They had a huge thing with some severe weather, right in portions of the city. I mean, mm-hmm. they had all sorts of stuff like slide down through St. Louis, and I've seen that before. Like last week, they had something big go through there. So they're doing great. Obviously, you know, they're, they're not at any, you know, but D0. we need a system come through that's as big as Missouri that takes care of the whole area. A tropical system. Let's hope on that. Let's hope we need right. that. Now, speaking of tropical systems, I know we're going to get to more tropics in the tropic section, but I wanted to talk about Henri, mm-hmm. which is... We thought it was Henry, maybe, but Henry it's, for us Hicks, but it's Henri. But it's Henri. I knew since it ended with I that couldn't be just Henry. And I know how they name these things that I it was going to be a, a it was weird an easy name. name like Henry. Well, I was going to say because we had we Isa, either Asa. we either had in the you know in the Caribbean and the Atlantic we either had Henry and Grace or we had Henri and Grochet. <laughs> what? I missed Grochet. Yeah, Grace, Grace, no, Henry Grace. and Grace, or Henri and Grace, or whatever. No, uh, we're, I want to talk about Grace in oh, a little bit, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but no, Henri. At the time of last week when we did this, this podcast, remember I talked about the drunken sailor is going to kind of, and then 
was it right after we did the podcast? Yeah, you I said did. it was going to be a hurricane or something. Yeah, the night of the day it they made later. landfall. Yeah, well, well no, no. It made, made landfall this the past couple days here. But. Yeah, no, I'm talking about it. it was in the middle of the ocean. That's why yeah. it's in the forecast track was like. That's why I call it the drunken sailor, the Jose Cuervo, or you know, the, <laughs> you know that 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 tropical storm. But then. You like like you said that night or the next day you said it's going to become a hurricane and I checked and then all of a sudden that thing just took off towards I mean, the north. We came close to having a hurricane hit Connecticut. Yes, we did. Oh yeah, it decreased. It was crazy. a hurricane, but it decreased yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right before it hit Connecticut. Right. Wow. Yeah. New York City is flooding. Yeah, right. I mean. Dear Lord, the entire Northeast, and I think it's still spinning around up there because I think the the projected track, if I remember, was going to come on land, slow down, and then eventually take off towards Greenland. But that it made landfall what two days ago? Was that right? I think it was yeah, like two days ago. It was Sunday. It wasn't I yesterday. Thought it was the day it we was went Sunday to the, the slide. early morning. So no. yesterday. Yeah, right. Which one made Oh, overnight. Right, 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 right. That was a different. Oh, okay. That right, it was overnight. That's right. Like right. Sunday morning. That's right. Yeah, it's cuz we're recording this Monday. Uh yeah, it just hit but it decreased right before I was it 70 mile an hour, I think. Yeah. It, it was it was yeah. right up there. Yeah, and this thing was only a very minimal hurricane anyway. It wasn't, you know, anything. But a minimal hurricane for Connecticut. <laughs> that is different. Right. <laughs> and I kept getting upset, and I'm sure you you were too. It's like some people were comparing it to Sandy. It's like, this is not even close to what Sandy was. I get it a little bit because the Northeast doesn't get hit by hurricanes often. So they're going to compare... To what they're familiar with. Right. And it's not necessarily going to be a superstorm. That was called a superstorm. Yeah, Sandy was a superstorm. Right. But, yeah, this, this was, was just a... This yeah. was minimal. Yeah, but but you're right. Still, right. I mean, New York City, sure. Connecticut, really? Right. You don't have stuff, <laughs> you know, tropical stuff hitting up there. So, I mean, I was looking New York City, uh, flash flood warnings. Uh, and, the, the you know, the funny thing about this, I kept watching the Weather Channel on this. Uh, most of the rain was on the west side of the system, which is odd. That's odd because it spins in a different direction, right? Right, right. You, you Generally, the rain is on the east side, east mm-hmm. and the north side, because that's where it's wrapping around. No, the rain was mostly on the, on the west side of this storm, which is bizarre. It may be different when you're on the east coast compared to when you're coming up from... I don't know. Yeah. Because it's almost a vertical thing when you're I don't know, I could see that. I could see why it would be that way. Yeah, I mean st- structurally, you think I mean, about it. We're we're kind of, we're actually up, almost above the tropics at that point. So it's not your typical, right. you know, hurricane you'd see going over Jamaica or something. So that would make sense. I just I don't know, I thought that was was odd. And I Well, when you come up from like the Gulf of Mexico, it's spinning counterclockwise. Right. So it's bringing moisture up. But when you're coming up from the East Coast, once you hit land, it's coming from the other side. It's going to wrap around, right? I don't yeah. Know. Yeah, it's moving the other side. I'm, I'm looking right now. Uh, you know, <laughs> I'm looking at radar right now. It seems to be... Spinning around Springfield, Massachusetts. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, it's lost some of its moisture, but the center of circulation, it came on board yesterday morning-ish, I guess, or was it morning, I guess, morning? And it's still hang, hanging around. Uh, New Bedford is getting you know, inundated with, with rain. I mean, there's, I don't see any flash flood warnings, which is good, but this thing is eventually going to like, just take off. Now I didn't see like any, like, like when you hit Florida and Georgia and all that, you have all these tornado warnings. Did they have that any tornado watches or warnings up there? I don't recall tornado watches, but there were a couple of tornado warnings. Really? I, I did, which is to be expected, right? Yeah, you you get those dynamics going, but I don't think they they plopped a watch, right? I mean, you're you're way up there, but um, yeah, because, that's, you know, it is different up there compared to further south, right? I mean, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the number one, the wind patterns. Number two, the the thermal profiles are right. much different. The humidity, even though it's summer and humidity, you're going to get much more. Humidity out of that, you know, southern Atlantic and stuff but, like that. But you're going to get some rain out of it for sure. Definitely going to get some rain out of it. You know what? Uh, we talked about that. I think we, this is going to segue. Let's go into the tropics and talk about more stuff. Tropical, tropical, tropical. It's tropical. Yeah, there's more stuff going on now. We talked about Henri. Uh, but the Atlantic is not done and it's kicking up. It is kicking up. We've got three waves tonight, three waves and three disturbances. Uh, one is over the Eastern Caribbean, and they say uh, the five-day outlook is about 50-50, and that went up from earlier today, which was 40%, so they think that's going to go. Uh, there's another wave a little bit more than 800 miles west of Cabo, the Cabo Verde Islands. Verge. <laughs> Again, I'm never sure. going to— Verde. Verde. It is Verde. No, she doesn't know. She doesn't know. I do know it's verde, because that's how you say it in Spanish. Well, it is. Verde. Do you have to roll the R? Of course. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) Who knows? knows? And then uh, there's another wave a little bit more than 500 miles south-southeast of Cabo Verde Islands. So we've got three things going on, and those are on, on the way over this way. That's the Atlantic. And then you have Henri, you know. But in the Pacific, let's talk about Tropical Storm Marty. <laughs> Marty is a is is a, how, how do I put this? Different, a little, a little, because uh, Marty right now, Tropical Storm Marty is about three hundred miles west southwest of the southern tip of Baja. Maximum sustained winds of 40, 40, 45 miles per hour, headed west. Uh, it's not expected to be much, but it's kind of a second generation. Let's call it that. It's a second generation tropical storm. I don't know if we'll call it second generation. Well, second, but a continuance of continuation. Okay. Yeah, I don't. You know. Yeah. You know, when we first started this podcast, I actually asked and brought up the the topic of. What if a tropical system went from the Atlantic to the Pacific? Right. And last year it actually happened once. And I don't remember the, the name of the tropical storm, but it did happen. But we've had it happen again with, with Grace. Mm-hmm. So actually, Grace turned to Marty, which it just shows you how further along in the tropical season that the Pacific is in compared to the Atlantic because we're already in the M's. Yeah, and the weird part is on Grace – Made two landfalls. You know that, right? Yeah, in the 
the Yucatan. The Yucatan and then in the mainland. Yeah, and once it was a hurricane and it decreased, and once it got past the Yucatan and headed for Mexico, that thing ramped. So it was like back to Hurricane Grace again. Hit those mountains of Mexico, decreased. The National Hurricane Center kept saying the remnants of, which it was, but it kept going right across Mexico. And then once it emerged back over in the Atlantic, it gets a different name. Here's because, what I think. Okay, what do you think? I think they shouldn't do that. Why? Because it happens so rarely. It does. And the yeah. names come from the same office, basically. So I think in those rare instances, once it's a storm, a name storm, it should remain that storm no matter where it's at. Really? I do. I, I believe that. Because you're not going to have another grace in the Pacific. So you might have two G's. Who cares? Yeah. It's the same storm. I, I, I hear what you're saying. I, I'm on the fence. I, I mean, I, I that does make sense because it is a storm, Grace. It should retain. It's the same low-pressure system. Right. It's the it same It should be the same system. no matter where it's at. Yeah, I, 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 I get that. Because, I mean, you could have a system develop on the coast of Africa that keeps the same name. You're right, all the way. <laughs> 1,500 miles or 2,000 miles away. Yeah, yeah. And it could cross... The Panama Canal, which is how <laughs> oh, yeah, narrow, that, yeah, that and then change its name. Change its name. I know right. it's changing oceans. Yeah, you know it doesn't happen that often. It really doesn't. Yeah, because because looking, I, I see what you mean. Because looking back in history, you would. I mean, you're not going to see. You know, Tropical Storm Marty was Hurricane Grace. Over. I mean, you're not going to see that. You're going to see for, for, former Hurricane Grace. And yeah. And now, what if it was a major Category Five? I was thinking about when that. it hit Mexico. Wow! See, I was just thinking about that because we because all that should would just know. be confusing, right? Named storm, named storms that are historic that do, do tons of damage are retired, right? After the like, what what is it, uh, uh, Karen or Wilma? You know, the, yeah. the major ones you will never use that one again. Right. So, if it was a strong Cat Five slammed into Mexico, decreased or if it was that strong, it probably wouldn't decrease going too right. much going across. There would still be depending like, on where it's going through. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mountains are going to tear it up, of course, but mm -hmm. but it goes back over the Atlantic, and now it's like Hurricane Marty, you right. know? Way. <laughs> so i i do I do get that. I mean, I maybe our listeners should like pipe in. Mm -hmm. You know what? Let us know what you think. You know, our tens of listeners that we have. Let you know. E email us at stormdarweather at gmail .com and let us know what you think because. Uh, we're, Corey makes a great point. I mean, I understand why they do it, but you know, if you got a historic I mean, storm, what it if, should keep going. What if? Yeah, that thing held together. I know it would be a miracle, mm -hmm. but what if it held together? I mean, it could hit Baja California, or it could hit, which is right on the. It probably wouldn't because it's right on the coast. Uh, well, but what Baja, if it held together lots of land on into the South Pacific into Hawaii? See that? Right? Yeah. I mean, it makes sense if it goes down to Pant. Panama, uh, Panama, uh, ish is Panama. That's not on the equator, is it? That's about. That's north it's of the close, but it's okay. not quite. Okay, so they have to do that. The landmass, and then yeah, and just keep going to Hawaii. It could be like the the mega storm of the century. Well, Ooh. And and har, har, har. <laughs> and we talk about that, but it's not out of the question with the thing, the way weather is headed these days. Agreed. I totally agree. So, 
It could be mega Armageddon weather. Correct. Who knows? I, I don't know. Yeah. Well, you, uh, oh, in the Central Pacific, there's there's really nothing. Oh, I, let, let me finish the Pacific. Uh, yeah, Tropical Storm Marty, which was Hurricane Grace in the Atlantic. Uh, that's doing its thing. Uh, there is another disturbance about less than 200 miles offshore of Guatemala. Now, it's way down there. Uh, it's got a 90% chance of five days. So it's it's mm. probably going to be yet. It's going to be the end name, whatever the end name is, uh, Narnia. <laughs> we, we have Marty, so Narnia would be. Right. <laughs> is that a woman? Is Narnia a woman? Nancy. I don't know. It's a a book. I I know it's like a Narnia's a place. It's a place. Yeah. Okay. Well, see though it got those nouns, you know. That's why I need to go back to school and get some schooled. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, we've been having some some issues and I, I I'm not going to bring this this section back totally, but I wanted to bring it back this time because we got some stuff to talk about. <laughs> Yes, you heard that right. It's the pollen update. We talked a little bit about it last week, but uh, ragweed is definitely back. Uh, I am sneezing. Is it ever? I'm snotting. I'm itching. Stuffy. And like, now, see, Sherry, you, you and Corey were out at the train today, right? Yes. And you had you were telling me before the podcast. Tell tell everybody what I, you got. I mean, like, I started kind of feeling like I had a little bit of an itchy throat or whatever, but. Like standing outside by the train, I just start sneezing my head off, <laughs> and then it was like on the train, my throat starts getting scratchy, and oh, I start God. getting that scratchy feeling in my nose. By the time I got home, I was miserable. You pass a lot of weeds on the train. Yeah, a lot of foliage. Yeah, I'm not feeling it. She is. I'm miserable. Well, I, you're not allergic feel, to anything. <laughs> I I am ragweed, well, and I felt oh, it the past right. few years, but I'm not. You're not usually. There as was bad one as I day am. this week where I kind of felt like, eh, something's off. I mm. I did lose my smell and taste, which Ooh. is in fact for like what two seconds. It is in fact. Well, it was decreased. I didn't lose it, but it yeah, is in you fact didn't lose it. A symptom of ragweed. Believe it or not. Yeah, well, and you yeah. Know, I mean, I lose my taste and smell every year with allergies. See, I've never done that. And but so, I mean, like your nose gets so stopped up, you can't taste. If you can't smell, you can't taste. Oh no, no, I know. But I have had my right. head completely plugged up, and I've eaten. And I mean, I've still. I mean, I so, know it's I mean, related. I lose but, my taste and smell every year when my allergies wow. flare up, but only for a couple of. Days. Well, see, but Corey, you told me Once that. Once your nose like, clears up, you get your smell you get back, smell and you back. get your taste back. With COVID, you lose it for weeks. Yeah, and you told me that, and I thought, you, ragweed allergies can, you know, make your smell and yep. taste go back. So I Googled it, and I learned but something. But with COVID, <laughs> like, your well, nose COVID's doesn't yeah. feel stopped up. Like, oh, that's the one thing I remember did. from last year, is I didn't feel stopped up. I just couldn't smell but or taste. Wow. But that's weird. last year... I thought I had ragweed, and it ended up not being ragweed. Yes, we really it thought we had It ended up being COVID, because it was exactly this week last year it's that like we got it. It's like a corona. Up, yeah. are, this is the one-year anniversary of Cher and I having COVID. But it's like, I wow. mean, it's, yeah, it's so allergies But it was somewhat it's similar. It's only when I'm outside. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm fine unless I'm outside, and then I start sneezing, and my eyes start watering. 
what you really got to yeah. watch for is the fever. Ragweed, no fever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Allergies COVID usually don't fever. do fever, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I know for me, it's I just, have an allergy outbreak every year and I get miserable. I mean, it, and I, for a while there, I wasn't allergic to ragweed. I, I, I was severely allergic in, the, in when I was younger, and then that went away and went to spring. And now it's like I get this itchy throat. I mean, it's a typical allergy, itchy throat. Then it goes to your station tubes and your ears itch. And all of a sudden, then you're, you sneeze four times and you blow your nose. In about five minutes, you're done. With ragweed, I get that constant waterfall running nose. Really? You just, just Every hitting year. you then? It's My allergies, wow. I have miserable. to say, though, since we've moved to Branson... I mean, my whole life growing up, I had horrible allergies, seasonal allergies, um, pollen every year, and then we would do hay season, and I'd be miserable hay through fever. hay season. Oh, yeah? Um, hay fever, yeah. Since we moved to Branson, I have this one time of year, ragweed now. week, that I get horribly sick, and then I'm fine. The rest of the year, my allergies don't bother me. So. I mean, you take antihistamine, you're fine? I don't take one during the year. I take one only no, when my No, I mean, like now. I mean, you would take like a antihistamine I mean, like I get miserable for a good week. When my when the ragweed is like, I'll be taking like cold medicine and I'll be miserable for a few days. It might I'll, help the symptoms a little bit, but it doesn't. Wow. This yeah, is not that go away much. after a couple of days. See, here's my thing. Usually it, three or four days I feel miserable. And like at work, I'll be coughing, oh, sneezing okay. and fine. have a weird voice. You know, like I'll I I lost my voice a few times. <laughs> I've gotten so bad. And I know allergies can really affect people weird. I mean, for me, if I have an allergy attack, I'm like, okay, I'm good. You know, I know my body, blah, blah, blah. If I have the second allergy attack within like four hours, like, okay, time for a Claritin. I'm going to take something because I don't want That means it's going to keep going, but it's it's nuts. Well, I'm not feeling at all this year. I wonder if it has anything to do with the, the heat. You know, the past few Augusts has been a little cooler. Right. I don't, I don't know how ragweed operates. I don't know anything about ragweed. I googled I ragweed the other day just to see what it looks like. Uh-huh. And yeah, I've seen some ragweed before, but mm-hmm. yeah, I, yeah, I'm not a fan. No, sure. I mean, and and actually, ragweed right now, according to the Springfield uh, and uh, Pollen.com, which I go to as well, is only moderate. It's not high. But we've got nettle and chinopods. I just like saying chinopods. You know, it's like I want to put... I think it was fine until I went outside. I think I was... And like, oh, well, that I makes went sense. Outside, yeah. I was actually <laughs> breathing it in for a couple hours at a time. I was Yeah. Fine. Uh, that makes sense. I mean, my wife, who was, you know, severely allergic... She was allergic to oxygen. You know, <laughs> I mean, I, I would keep her inside. She wouldn't well, open the window. We took Jilly to school this morning and just standing in front of the school waiting. I mean, it was... Eight o'clock in the morning. It's, yeah, you know, it was hot and miserable at eight o'clock this morning. But I was sneezing my head off just standing outside the school. So yeah, and of course nowadays, if you're sneezing, people look at you and go, oh, yeah. "Covid." You know, <laughs> yeah. uh, we won't get into that, but. Well, I think it's time for the weather school uh, this week. I mean, Corey brought up the drought. We're getting a little bit droughty in parts of the. Uh, Missouri Ozarks. Would you say Jasper Newton or Jasper? Just just a little bit. Yeah, into the east, northwest. So I haven't brought out the drought in a while. So let's uh, learn about some droughts. Get to the weather school. If there's something about the weather that you want to know, stormed our weather school. 
The grass is getting so dry and I really need to water the yard. But the city has put us under a watering ban. A drought is defined as a moisture deficit bad enough to have a social, environmental, or economic effect. A drought is a period of below-average precipitation in a given region, resulting in prolonged shortages in the water supply, whether atmospheric, surface water, or groundwater. A drought can last for months or years, and can be declared after as little as 15 days. It can have a substantial impact on the ecosystem and agriculture of the affected region and harm to the local economy. Many plant species, like cactus, have drought tolerance adaptations like reduced leaf area and waxy cuticles to enhance their ability to tolerate drought. Some other species survive dry periods as buried seeds. Semi-permanent drought produces arid biomes such as deserts and grasslands. Prolonged droughts have caused mass migrations and humanitarian crises. Most arid ecosystems have inherently low productivity. The most prolonged drought in the world in recorded history occurred in the Atacama Desert in Chile. That drought has lasted over 400 years. There are many different causes of droughts. Precipitation deficiency, a typical dry season, an El Nino, erosion in human activities, and climate changes. Droughts occur primarily in areas where normal levels of rainfall are, in themselves, low. If these factors do not support precipitation volumes sufficiently to reach the surface over a sufficient time, the result is a drought. There are three types of drought. One, meteorological, which is brought on when there is a prolonged time with less than average precipitation. Two, agricultural droughts that affect crop production or the ecology of the range. This condition can also arise independently from any change in precipitation levels where soil conditions and erosion triggered by poorly planned agricultural endeavors cause a shortfall in water available to the crops. Third is the hydrological drought. This is brought about when the water reserves available in sources such as aquifers, lakes, and reservoirs fall below the statistical average. Hydrological drought tends to show up more slowly because it involves stored water that is used but not replenished. In the case of environmental effects, lower surface and subterranean water levels Low flow levels, which can lead to a direct danger for amphibian life, increased pollution of surface water, the drying out of wetlands, more and larger fires, higher deflation intensity, 
loss of biodiversity, worse health of trees, and the appearance of pests and dendroid diseases. Economic losses include lower agriculture, forests, game and fish output, higher food production costs, lower energy production levels in hydroelectric plants, losses caused by depleted water tourism and transport revenue, and a disruption of water supplies for municipal economies. Social costs include the negative effect on the health of people directly exposed to a drought. It can produce excessive heat waves, possible limitation of water supplies, increased pollution levels, high food costs, and stress caused by failed harvests. There are five classifications to drought severity. The lowest is D0, which is abnormally dry. Possible impacts are short-term dryness, which slows planting and growth of crops or pastures. Next is D1, which is a moderate drought. There could be some damage to crops and pastures, streams, reservoirs, or wells running low, and voluntary water use restrictions are requested. Next is D2, which is a severe drought. Crops or pasture losses are likely, water shortages become common, and water restrictions are imposed. Next is D3, which is an extreme drought. Major crop and pasture losses, widespread water shortages or restrictions are implemented. And the worst is the D4, which is an exceptional drought. Exceptional and widespread crop and pasture losses, shortages of water in reservoirs, streams, and wells creating water emergencies. Whenever there is a drought in your area, then the possibility of outdoor water use restrictions may be implemented by state or local governments, depending on the severity of the drought. Bans may include watering lawns, washing cars, the filling of swimming pools, or hosing down pavement areas. These bans are put into place to preserve water for essential uses like drinking and flushing toilets, as well as firefighting. Remember, water is a valuable resource. Every living thing needs water to survive, and it should be used as efficiently as possible. If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com, and in the subject line, put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of Stormdar Weather School. And there's everything you need to know about drought and what it can do if you are in one, which we do not want to be in one. It's been, when, when was the last drought we were in, Corey? Was it two years ago? I what? would think so. I mean, two it wasn't last year. year. I mean, we've had year. some where we got close. But there was a yeah. few years where we, we had waited a, couple a drought weeks, but... two or three years in a row. Yeah. But it was at least two years ago. Okay, yeah, because I knew we were, like, bad. And, it, yeah. and that's when we were under, I think, the excessive heat warning for, like, days or something like yeah. that. It was... Mm. But, yeah. but if we don't get some rain, we're headed in that, in that direction right totally now. Agree. Totally agree. And what, what people don't realize is if 
a drought feeds on itself. I think we've talked about this before. I mean, if if you have a dry field, okay, and it the, the sun heats up the <clears throat> field basically and it emits more heat up in the atmosphere which dries out more which makes it hotter. I mean, I I've been out uh, matter of fact, last week I went out to the disc golf course, and it was so hot. And when I walked on the grass, it was so much hotter. It was—I mm-hmm. mean, it was feeding on itself. I'm—I'm I'm trying to think of how I want to say that, but yeah, it just feeds on itself. So if we don't get rain, we're going to end up back in this excessive heat warning. Well, thing. when the—you know—we've been very humid lately. Yeah, humid means there's moisture in the air. Correct, but. When the grass starts crunching under your feet, that's when we're in trouble. That yet, yeah, that's what was yes. This morning, when we were sitting at the car wash, it looked like our windshield was breathing. Hmm? Like it looked like somebody was breathing hot air on the windshield, and then it would go away because we had the air blowing on it, but the heat would make it fog the over. The humidity outside was so yeah, hot, it was so humid. It at, would. And this was and at this eight thirty this morning. morning. Yeah. It would fog over, and then the air would like suck it back up. So it looked That's like wild. somebody was like breathing hot air on the windshield, and then it would go away, and then it would. Okay, that would freak me out. I would go back home, and I would hide underneath the covers, and I would not come. It's kind of cool. We were like sitting there watching it, going, "Look, look, look, look." Look, that's really cool. <laughs> so when it comes to drought, it's yeah. not necessarily what we're seeing up here. It's has to deal with the the water table underground. Right. Yeah. So it depends on the moisture underground that we don't even see basically to depend on what type of drought we're in. If the water table is really low, then we're going to be in a, in a, in a, in a higher drought level. That makes total, total sense because if the water table's low, even if we do get an inch or two, like we got the other day, Correct. it's just going to go right down right. and we're not. Yeah. That's why it would take recover. several rounds or days of, of, excessive rainfall to bring us what we call a drought buster. Remember that? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what, oh shoot, I forget the name of that tropical storm that came up. Gordon? Something like that. Uh, that, seems, that rings a bell. Gordon. Gordon. No, yeah. Are Gordon. we doing French now? Gordon. <laughs> Gordon. <laughs> no, but there was one before that. I mean, we I got some cool clouds with Gordon, but but there was one before, I don't know, there's, the, that it really gave us like a few days of just it nice helps showery. Us along, but yeah. it's hard for one system to, to really break us out of a drought because a drought is so severe sometimes, depending on mm-hmm. how dry we've been at at a certain time. Yeah, and fortunately, only portions are what we call D0, which we talked about before. Just a little abnormally dry. It's expanding, but it's not near Branson yet. Well, let's hope we don't. Or Springfield. Or, yeah, or Springfield. So, Okay, well, it's time to get to the next segment, which is in other news. And I've got a couple things. Do you have anything over there? I'll have to look it up. I think I have one. Okay. Uh, here's a fun fact. I uh, know, not to usurp on uh, Shara's fun facts. I'm taking but away my fun facts now. No, I'm sure you, this is not it. But um, I did see, the, which I thought was interesting, in the state of Missouri, the highest temperature ever recorded was 118 degrees at Warsaw and Union. 
and that was on July 14th, 1954. Now, if you're a weather historian, you know 1954 was one of the it was one of those wild, weird, hottest years we've had in quite a while. Just a year itself. We've set a lot of records in 1954. But here's something else. The lowest temperature ever recorded in Missouri was 40 below zero also at Warsaw. So Warsaw, Missouri has seen the highest recorded temperature and the lowest recorded temperature. And that lowest recorded temperature was February 13th, 1905. Fascinating, huh? I knew this. I know you do. <laughs> You're a historian. Of I course, say we've it. talked about this before in the past, but yeah, I knew, I did know this, and we've been to Warsaw a couple times. Me and Shara have. You probably don't remember that, but it's way up there. Yeah, yeah it's not nor- way northeast. up there. It's northeast, right? We yeah. went through there when we went to the uh, eclipse. As I was saying, we had oh, the we had yeah. the anniversary of the eclipse. Just like. Couple of days ago, that was yeah. showing up on my. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The, where oh, we, that, that oh, that was a few years ago, wasn't it? Yeah, we went. 2017. Oh, oh cool. We it's went, coming up again. Too. Where did we go? That was totality. Sedalia. So cool. Mm-hmm. I I highly recommend go to an area of totality. It is not oh, I am the same. As We're gonna being. go to Arkansas next yes. time. Me too. Around we are hot springs. Definitely gonna go because that was hot like, springs. I'm gonna go more Fayetteville-ish, Harrison. I thought you said like uh, Mountain View or Mountain Home. Mountain Mountain Home would be a good okay. That that'll work. Yeah, I I I know. You, I'm sure you saw it. I had on that computer my old, really old, ancient, archaic iMac. Uh, I have a graphic on there that that shows the eclipse, and yeah, it's right around there. Um, and it's 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 closer to us. It is, <laughs> and it's unlike anything you could ever imagine. Yeah, and it's probably the last one we're going to see in our lifetime maybe. for a while. For so sure. If I'm still employed, twenty twenty four. Yeah, yeah. So we got the three years to. It's to, not long. Now it's April twenty fourth, isn't it? Like I wasn't Something looking like that, forward yeah. to it that much. Like I thought, what's the big deal? Whether we're here, whether oh, we're there. Oh, really? Huge oh no, it difference. is a deal. <laughs> Huge, I mean, like, oh my gosh, like my kids being able to say they've seen one. You got to go to the totality area. You got to agree. Yeah, you got to go. I mean, because I did the partial with my mother because my wife was really sick at that time, and and uh, but with my mom, we put on the glasses. You know, you got to have mm-hmm. the official glasses, not right. the knockoffs. And we looked at the sun. We kind of saw. What we did that. with ours? We probably lost them, and now we could. Have oh, used I them saved again. mine. I knew it was coming up again. I'm sure they have them again. But yeah, yeah I mean, I if if memory serves me, I'll have to check. I think it's April 24th ish, uh, 2024. And uh, looking forward to it. Me too. Me too. Uh, I did look at the Climate Prediction Center, and not much, too much to say there. I mean, the three-month September, October, November shows uh, slightly above uh, normal on temperatures, you know, then that's going to be, you know, what average is, and then equal chances of normal precipitation. So at least according to them, it looks like, well, we might have at least some normal precip. Yeah, we'll see. Need some rain. What you got over there? Anything? Um, remember the uh, derechos we had a couple years ago? Well, last year was the Iowa derecho that caused a billion dollars. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Well, 
And you remember how I've been talking about in the past couple of years how maybe we should implement or the National Weather Service should implement some sort of an advisory or a, a warning for a derecho. Yeah. That, yeah. Because you know it's there and you know it's coming, you know, that day. Mm-hmm. Well, they're looking right now to uh, improve derecho forecasts. Really? I'm so and glad. they're basing it on that Iowa derecho, which, you know, damaged 37.7 million acres of oh, yeah. farmland, causing more than 11 billion uh-huh. dollars of damage. That's That was the highest for the year of damage, and probably of the decade, basically. I mean, that's more than a hurricane. Oh, it, yeah. it was a wide area. So, you know, they've expanded the models. They're, they they have improved the models in the GFS in the past year, mm-hmm. not only for hurricanes, but also durations. So they're they're working on it, but they're still trying to improve, which they should. Oh, yeah. Now, we haven't had as many durations this year as we did last, right. the past I mean, couple we, of years. We've had one or two. I we mean, have. going up the north, but yeah. We have, but not ones that really... Uh, Hit the uh, newswire as being uh, billions of dollars. Worth oh of right, damage. yeah, that was freaky. like that. You, you know how much corn was was just damaged. Like I, I don't know, billions and billions of dollars worth of corn stalks in Iowa because that's all they have up there. Oh yeah, well yeah, pretty much right. right. So they're looking Gosh. to Noah is looking to improve their their. Duratio forecasts. Okay. So they are uh, trying to develop a new model from the models that exist now. And I don't know how exactly they're going to do this, but, you know, it's way above my pay grade here at Stormgar Weather. (laughs) But uh, they're trying to... They know... According to the article I've been looking at, they are expecting more Duratios in greater number to occur in the next five years than have occurred in the past five years, which is understandable. I can see of, that. Yeah. Yeah. So they're trying to get a quick, not a quick fix, but a they're trying to come up with a new model quickly to determine where this is going to occur and how, you know, they're trying to, you know, they can... Uh, the the duration forecasts are one to two days in advance right now. It's like, oh, we may have a duration come through. Right. They're trying to improve it to five days. Ooh. Yeah. So. Okay, that'd be good. And for people, I mean, everyone that listens to our podcast should know what a duration is. Right. A duration is a very powerful wind storm that lasts. Especially if you live in Branson, you should know what a duration is. Well, because we, we talked about it before. Well, yes, we, we talked about it. because we've talked about it, and it affected our area greatly. Once. Well, yeah, yeah, well, just once. West. Yeah, yeah, but but it can last for several states, and that's exactly what Corey was just saying. There's like the big Iowa derate show. It, it went multi-states, hundreds of miles, and you can get winds from hurricane force, which is 74, up to 100 Plus miles per hour in a storm that just rolls from state to state to state. It's insane. So 
it would be really good to, I mean, you, you, you you can't escape it, you know, but it's like a tornado. You can't escape it. But if you know it's coming in advance, you can prepare and try to, you know, like tornadoes. You know, we can give you a warning. Go to the basement, you know, protect but, yourself. But as soon I mean, as recent as 10 years ago, you didn't know a derecho was out there until the day of. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was just kind of lumped, I think, lumped into severe thunderstorm warning. Oh, it's got powerful winds. Well, now it's an actual classification of a storm. Right. And I always thought that they should issue warnings. They, they do issue severe thunderstorms well in advance of a derecho. Yes. I think it should be a step up from that. I, I, I more always of a, More that. of a watch, maybe? A derecho watch? Maybe. Maybe. Because they do have the PDS Severe Thunderstorm Watch. Right. So that could probably, I don't know. But the ratio is so widespread, and it's going to last a while, right? Oh, yeah. States. I mean, just... Well, May 8th, 2009 was when the last ratio came through southwest Missouri. And that was... uh, We did have severe warnings that morning, but it was at 8 o'clock in the morning when it hit Branson. It was an which is an odd time, but I remember when I was working at Yakov Smirnov, the rain in the parking lot was knee deep. Oh my gosh! And I knew it was coming because two hours before, well, an hour and a half before, it struck Joplin and the tower at KSN completely fell to the ground. That okay, you've talked about that before. It was yeah. coming from west to east. It was. Yeah, it was basically a uh, from the northwest to the northwest north, to southeast. To the southeast okay, yeah, but uh, it it happened and nobody died. But it's a miracle. It's amazing they didn't. Was was the yeah. station was closed, right? It wasn't closed, but there was like they evacuated there. because they knew it was coming. Right, right. So and it, and it landed on houses next to the station for several blocks. That tower was to like which we used to live one thousand and fifty nine oh. feet high. We used to live right across wow. the street from the station. Right. Wow. We got to get Gary Bandy. Oh yeah. Yeah. Tell Gary Bandy come to Branson, see a show, be on a podcast. We'll do a special podcast with him because that would be a cool story. I mean, he had tons of stories about the. Jewish. Oh yeah. Of course, he wasn't on shift that time. My buddy Jeremiah was. <laughs> And he was uh, doing a story in Pitcher, which was a remote story. Yeah. About the tornado that just hit Pitcher. But that's when the derecho hit Joplin. But we were under some severe weather at the time here in Branson because Shara took me to work that day and there was water everywhere. Now, we didn't have the severe winds as Joplin did. Yeah. Well, derecho. Class, a classic textbook is a windstorm. Correct. Just powerful winds. But you can have rain with it, too. I mean, as long as you got that wind to there. Insane. So I'm glad that they're doing that. I mean, do they have, like, a date? Or that it, it, that's just, the, there's just chatter that they're Correct. doing that. Yes. Wow. They're just looking to improve the forecast right now. Good. Well, they need to, especially with right. the way things are going I right would agree. Now. Oh, God. Well, hey. Did you hear about that flooding in Tennessee? Well, I I have been reading on that a little bit. I've been yeah, I you know, I haven't been paying too much attention to it because of Henri hitting Connecticut. That's all you've been seeing, but well, yeah, usually when you have flooding in Tennessee, it's 
from a tropical system, but right. it wasn't. This no, time. this was just, and I, I, I apologize because I should have researched this more before we went on air. So I was hoping maybe you could research that, but but basically, it's uh, in Tennessee. I don't, I don't even remember the town. Uh, well, it's a wide area. Yeah, massive flash flooding, dangerous, destructive flash flooding uh, from explosive rainfall. Uh, and what I heard, which kind of raised my eyebrows, the forecast, uh, this is for meteorologists, would say the forecast was for about six inches of rain, which you can prepare which for. Which is still a lot. Wait, right. It's, yeah, it's nothing to sneeze at. But what fell was more than 17 inches of rain. Now, that's almost a foot and a half. Humphreys County. Humphreys, Tennessee. okay. At least 21 people are confirmed dead with 20 others missing. Yeah. It says from Waverly. 20 fatalities are from Waverly, a city. Waverly, okay. 4,100 residents. I mean, I, again, I, I, I've been focusing on, on the tropical storm. It's like I saw this as I don't even know what, what actually happened. I mean, obviously, 17 inches of rain did not fall in two minutes. I mean, it, it, this was an extended thing that was going on. It wasn't that extended. Really, it was pretty that quick. Are, like talking about it, saying that it just it came so fast, came on like a tidal wave. Like, yeah, just overtook that's what the they're roads saying. And, wow, like, they just didn't. They couldn't even get to higher ground or prepare. It came more on than so fast. seventeen inches of rain was measured in McEwen, Tennessee, on McEwen. Saturday, setting a new state record for twenty-four hour rainfall. Wow! So they got it within a twenty-four hour period. Jeez. Wow, of course it would flood. I mean, and the uh, Chrissy Hurley, who is the morning coordination meteorologist for the National Weather Service in Nashville, uh, says that's one third. They received one third of the yearly average rainfall in twenty four hours. Holy crap! Correct, unbelievable. A third of the yearly. Correct. In 24 hours. How could that not be so destructive? I mean, I, oh man, I sh- I'm, I'm glad you guys are looking this up. It I- also hit the, the ranch that Loretta Lynn owns. Oh, wow. And it killed the foreman of her ranch. Oh, no way. It totally swept through her ranch and killed the foreman. Yeah. It's, did did it's- somewhere in the articles say, okay, I got for full disclosure, Corey and Cher are both looking at their phones. <laughs> Because I didn't do any research. Did they say why this happened? You know, I'm not seeing exactly what happened okay, to cause this. They're saying that it happened. Okay. Wow. But, I mean, it, it's all over the news. I mean, if, if I you will really say to, this. Yeah? This is from CNN. The deadly flash flooding event, along with the extreme rainfall seen in New York City thanks to Hurricane Henri are becoming more common due to human caused global warming. Yeah. 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 That's what scientists are saying. Well, I don't dispute that. I mean, I've always had, I've been very vocal about my opinion and seeing science. I mean, we are science based and. This is terrifying. I'm reading these accounts. Yeah, it's very terrifying. Terrifying. But it's. I'm almost expecting to happen more often in the future. Oh, uh, me too. So we really have to be careful. Well, and I'm going to be watching those things we said in the tropics. There's three lined up. 
mean, right. they're not exactly lined up, but they're in that prime position where if they go eat, go west and then they go north, I mean, they're going to go into the Gulf and hit this prime temperature, water temperature, and just like Grace, just explode and then ram into so. Except Grace just had westerlies. That's all she did is just mm-hmm. go, and then now it's tropical storm warning. So. You know, this point last week or, or 10 days ago, I thought maybe Grace would kind of come up this area, but it just kept going west. Well, exactly. Like last week, it kind of showed it going north, but mm-hmm. and then I thought, yeah, okay, then I got depressed. It's like, yeah. Wow. You got any more? I do. You do? Got some I do, stuff. but my phone's just locked up for some reason. Your phone locked yeah. up? Hurricane Andrew. This is yes. from memory. Uh-huh. Florida. 1992. Mm-hmm. We need to reboot. <laughs> August thirteenth, August twenty third, which is today. It is. It, it was right off of Florida coast. Oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, that was a that was a big one. It was a Category Five. Oh, that was totally five. Oh, I see. I, that's very vivid. I was in St. Louis. I th- told this last time in my apartment watching this what thing. What year? Ninety three. I think it was ninety two. Two was it? Yeah. Uh, I was in like seventh or eighth grade. Hurricane Katrina, August twenty third. Also August twenty third. Yep, it hit New Orleans in two thousand. I want to say two thousand four. Oh, you're right, ninety two. I thought it was ninety three. What? I thought Katrina was five or six. Well, uh, uh, two thousand three, I think. Hurricane Andrew formed August sixteenth, dissipated August twenty ninth. Uh, maximum sustained winds 175 mile per hour. That's crazy. Yeah, any, anything over 155 is considered Cat Five. Well, it's gonna just demolish everything. Oh gosh, over that. Oh gosh, that's why there's no Cat Six. Yeah, because anything over that wind speed is just gonna demolish anything, right? Oh gosh, yes. Let's see, Hurricane Katrina, uh, Cat Five formed August 23rd. 2005 dissipated August Told 31st, 2005. Uh, also 175 mile per hour. Wow. Lowest pressure was 902 millibars. To meteorologists, that is insanely mm-hmm. low. I mean, you don't see it go that low. Uh, wow. How about that? Now, that's now August 23rd is when it formed, according to right. Wikipedia. Right. Uh, I don't know when it hit. Yeah, we can. You can well, look that up. For, you know, it hit Florida first. Yeah, and then it oh, actually it, yeah. decreased before it right. hit. Right, it was only like a category two or three before it hit New Orleans. Believe it or not. Uh, y- yeah. Oh, I can't. Remember. This is too much information. It did. On it. it did form as a category five, but yeah. it decreased. I know. Yeah, it decreased, and then but it still did so much damage in New Orleans. Uh oh, here the storms. Uh. A brief, brief weakening to tropical storm strength over southern Florida. Katrina emerged into the Gulf of Mexico on August 26th and began to rapidly intensify. The storm strengthened into a Cat 5 over the warm waters of the Gulf of Mexico, which is what I just said, uh, before weakening to a Cat 3 on its second landfall on August 29th over southeast Louisiana and Mississippi. So there you go. But you think of... Major hurricanes in our lifetime, and Katrina's at the top. Oh, but all of them. I mean, oh, yeah. you just didn't. There may be well, one or two well, way, way, way a long time but ago, but yeah. Once you hit, you know, 
New Orleans, which yeah. is below sea level. Yeah, that I smells know. disaster. Yeah, that that's uh, what we call ungood. Right. <laughs> yeah, I I do think it's going to happen. Um, going to keep the tropics going and and see if we got anything else. So that's all we're, you got. And we're going north of average. This oh year. yeah, oh yeah. It's, and like you said, you said that before. Now we got we, uh, Henri just went, and now we got three in the back. And end of end of August and September. Here we go again. Okay, well, if you don't got anything else, I think that's it's it. that's it. Well, it's time for the next segment. Get ready to get educated in Shara's Fun Facts. And it's time for Shara's Fun Facts. She's been waiting this entire podcast with bated breath over there saying, please, can we get to my segment? I want to get to my segment. And uh, we are here. So you got some fun facts to dazzle us with? I'll do my best. Okay. What you got? So Randy sent me a text a yeah. few days ago giving yeah. me somewhat of an idea <laughs> saying that states had, you know, that each state had a, a, their name had a purpose or a meaning, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Those were kind of boring. I read them. There were some <laughs> cool ones. But anyway, um, I found states that have totally weird tourist attractions. Ooh, Things okay. Things that you can totally go and see in these different states. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the first one is in Alabama. It is the white dress shirt, capital of America. And this is highly photographed. Enormous white shirt sign is a reminder of that. So, and then the tie on the shirt is changed seasonally. So this is an Instagram stop. Okay. Stop by the huge white shirt sign. White shirt capital of the world. <laughs> With season. So in summer, they'll have these a tie. Are, in exactly. spring, they'll have a tie. Okay, gotcha. These are, these are weird places to visit if you're road tripping. Gotcha. Okay. Arkansas <laughs> has Snake World. Ooh. Not too far from here in Berryville. Oh, my gosh. Next time you're in Arkansas, be sure to stop by Snake World. Uh, owner Dale Ertle claims the tourist attraction houses over 70 snakes, which is even more than the Little Rock Zoo. Uh, the reviews on TripAdvisor are all glowing and warn visitors not to be dissuaded by Snake World's sketchy exterior. Okay. <laughs> Makes me wonder what this place looks like. Yeah, I, I need to get a picture. Apparently it has oh, a, I remember this. Apparently it has a sketchy I've exterior. I've passed by there before. It's not really in Berryville. It's closer to Eureka Springs, which is like 10 miles away. I remember this. I never I've stopped never by to see it, it but I've wanted to come. Really? I've you always have wanted over to, 70 snakes there, though. I've always wanted to stop to see this. It's, have you really? Because I've not it's had It's quite a tourist attraction. I remember this. We should go see that. More snakes than the Little Rock Zoo. Is, is it a museum? Yeah. Well, it's, it's a snake exhibit. You can see it's live not snakes. It's a museum. It's like a mom Yeah, and these pop. are live we snakes. We have snakes type roadside attraction thing. I'll oh, pass. That's a trip advisor, Berryville. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I'll pass on the snakes. Yeah, me too. Snake um, world. <laughs> the Cabazon, California. That's the Cabazon. Cabazon, whatever, dinosaurs. <laughs> okay. In the middle of nowhere, California, basically, stand dinosaurs. There are two dinosaurs, and they are glorious, not to mention highly photographed by tourists on their way to vacation in Palm Springs. 
These dinosaurs are also known for their appearance in Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Oh, really? The long-necked dinosaur also houses stairs and a toy shop inside its body. Okay. I mean, these aren't things I'm going to travel all the way to California to see, but if you're in the area, <laughs> okay. you might as well stop. All right. There you go. <laughs> um, Colorado, home to the largest fork <coughs> in the U.S. It's in Creed, Colorado. All right. Uh, it's home to the largest fork in the United States. The enormous sculpture by Ted Yund is over 40 feet long and weighs over 600 pounds, breaking the record of the previous world's largest fork, which was in Springfield, Missouri. No way. Where's there a large fork in Springfield, Missouri? Oh, Corey, wow. You should know this because I don't know. I have no idea. I, Apparently, I, there's a humongous fork in Springfield, Missouri. I'm from and Springfield, and I've never just, heard of it. It got outdone by Colorado. Wow. Okay. Break that know. one up. Huh. Uh, Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia, has a White House replica. So if you want to see the White House without actually having to go to D.C. and put your name on the six month waiting list and have your background check and all that done okay <laughs> consider traveling to atlanta where they have a re- replica three quarters the size the mini white house used to offer tours of its replica of the oval office lincoln bedroom all that good stuff but now unfortunately it's a private home so you can't go in but it's still frequently photographed by onlookers because it's basically the white house okay you look it up i mean it looks just like the <laughs> okay. white house it's just smaller how weird has the same kind of fence and everything but uh-huh. hawaii here's one to be proud of world's most scenic urinal uh, <laughs> i thought that was at shoji's theater <laughs> that's just bathrooms in general. oh okay this okay, was okay. just a urinal so apparently it's just for the men okay uh i had to look up the name of this and i still don't kea Lakakua. Oh, uh, the, oh, yeah, those Hawaiian names. Hotel Kona is home to the world's most scenic urinal, and they are proud of it. <laughs> Men using the facilities get to enjoy a gorgeous view of the ocean and the green terrain while they relieve themselves. <laughs> the pink exterior hotel's manager told Roadside America that she is very proud of the hotel's bathroom inclusion as an odd attraction. There's pictures. You should look them up. Or go see it yourself. That is, that's insane. <laughs> the Springfield, Missouri Fork is 35 feet tall and 11 tons. Where's it tons. at? It says Roadside, Roadside America. That's where I saw it. It's on uh, South Glenstone. What? Have we never seen I've this? I've never seen it before. Have you? I'm on Glenstone all the time. All the time. Well, actually, Have what I I'm looking at is 2215 West Chesterfield Boulevard, Springfield. Wait, wait a second. This is on the corner of Glenstone. I don't know it where it was originally located. They moved a, it? In a 1998 <laughs> restaurant that stood in front of a restaurant that failed on South Glenstone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, bummer. Maybe it was moved to like... Uh, Big Fork didn't do it Well, good, it says huh? here, from U.S. Highway 60, take the South Kansas Expressway <laughs> north one block, turn left onto West Chesterfield Boulevard, turn right onto yep, South Cox Road, and then onto West Butterfield Street, then left onto Noble and Associates Park. a lot Park of lefts. I feel like I've gone in a circle. What's well, it? Roadside right. America. I don't know. <laughs> so Corey and I both are looking this up. I'm going to have to go see the giant. I know. We have a Big Fork here in Branson, right? <laughs> at at Piscetti's? 
Or is that just a meatball? Is that a There's fork? a meatball. No, Branson has the biggest chicken. <laughs> <laughs> remember the biggest chicken? I remember chicken? a meatball. The I same guy, there same might guy be a owns a chicken <laughs> that owns the meatball and the fork. <laughs> really? Okay. But Nolan I'm going to have to go to Springfield and see this massive fork that used to hold the record. I, well, they got, they got a picture. We got outdone. That's crazy. Mm. Okay. I never heard right. of it. Well, if you want to see a <laughs> weird never... attraction in Missouri, okay. Missouri's weird attraction <coughs> happens to be a 1950s gas station with dummies. This is in Clarence, Missouri. Uh, okay. I'm not sure where that is. I'm not sure where that is either. This okay. Missouri Curiosity is an old MFA oil service station. It appears to be busy when you drive by with tons of cars. <laughs> appears to be busy. But if you look closer, the cars <laughs> turn out to be full of mannequins, and they don't move. <laughs> I need to go find this place. <laughs> right? I just like cool. the way you're saying it. It's close. It says it appears to be busy, but upon closer examination, you'll see that the cars are just full of mannequins. According to one reviewer, the stuffed monkeys in the taxi cab are rumored to be from the Barnum and Bailey Circus. Oh, dear Lord. Where is We're Clarence? talking about big meatballs. <laughs> Where is Clarence? And I don't know. Google it and see where Clarence is. <coughs> I'll do that. Oh, gosh. Okay. Uh, New Jersey <laughs> has Death Rock. <gasps> what? Guess what happened to Death Rock, Corey? It, it, it died. Somebody died? Alexander Hamilton. <gasps> Ooh. Was that in the movie? In the play? Weehawken, New Jersey. We did. We that's where they uh, had the duel. Guns drawn. That's where he was. That's where he was. That's where the duel was, and he went down. So apparently, at Death Rock, at Weehawken, New Jersey, you can go see if you're a Hamilton fan, which I am. Yeah, of course. This is a must see. The actual rock <laughs> where Alexander Hamilton rested his head after he lost his duel with Aaron oh. Burr is now a monument. Plus, it's seriously close to the Lincoln Tunnel, so you know you can just hop on into Broadway and see the show while you're at it. But you know, like that's so cool Mm -hmm. that you can go see the Rock. I mean, it's sad. I hate that he died, but anyway. Well, good musical came out of it. Ah, New York. (laughs) Ah, New York. New York is Ghostbusters headquarters. The Tribeca Firehouse Hook and Ladder Company Eight was used as the Ghostbusters headquarters in the film Ghostbusters, and it's still around and super easy to get to. Oh, this New York City attraction is right off of a subway line and full of nods to its film history. Um, when actor Harold Ramis died in 2014, fans were believed to even actually they showed proof, not believed. They set up a memorial on the sidewalk outside of the firehouse. So still wow. there. You can go see the firehouse from Ghostbusters. Okay. I've heard about Clarence? that. Clarence, Clarence, Missouri is in northeast Missouri, has a population of 813. Oh, that's not much. So it was. Are half of them mannequins? Established <laughs> <in> Apparently. <laughs> it's very in a very rural area. There's I would nothing, imagine if that's nowhere. the biggest yeah, thing to see right is a area. gas station full of mannequins. It's right. Close to Iowa. So, I mean, there's. Oh, it's way up there. It's there. way up there. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to pass on seeing a bunch of mannequins. I've... The population <laughs> estimate in 2020 was only 750 people. Oh, wow. So they people are dying. Off. <laughs> yep. Well, 120. Oh, never mind. Their All Wikipedia right. site does not mention mannequins. Well, well, they're not going to. They want you to go look at the busy gas station. Well, yeah, they right. they've not tuned in to share. That would be pretty color. cool. Okay. Now, Oklahoma, my home state. Yeah. What? World's 
largest peanut. It's in Durant, <laughs> Oklahoma. Oh, I, okay. Okay. We not take Grant there. Oh, gosh, no. Where? where, where? It's in Durant. <coughs> That's southeast Oklahoma. It's almost Texas. Oh, way. That's south. Yep. Okay. The best and weirdest attractions are always large versions of everyday things. Durant's world's largest peanut is no exception. Although the hefty peanut was taken down in 2010 because college kids kept stealing it, it is now back on its pedestal looking enormous. As How do you steal a humongous peanut? I, how big was it? I, yeah. It doesn't say. I'd have to look that up. It just says it's the world's largest peanut. It could be like two inches. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really. It's like college kids kept stealing it. How big was it? <laughs> like to rent a crane? Or yeah, what? really. I mean, where was it? It's a they, real they peanut? Steal right. it. Was or it like in a museum? Or? Right. It says it's sitting on its pedestal, so I'm going to guess it's outside somewhere on so a pedestal. Yeah, it's got to be outside. That's weird. I'm going to look more into that. South Carolina, mm, okay. Sullivan's Island, South Carolina, has Luke Skywalker's house. This house became a hot spot for photos as it looks <clears throat> just like Star Wars character Luke Skywalker's home. Don't How forget. would that be possible? Because in the movie, it was like a dome type thing. Apparently, there's a house built just like it. Wow. So don't mm. forget your lightsaber if you're going to go visit it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Okay. Texas, Fort Worth, Texas, has the Wax Last Supper. It's home to a life-size wax recreation, sorry, recreation, getting sleepy, Okay. <laughs> of Da Vinci's The Last Supper. Oh. You can walk up to it and take a photo of. The statues are complete with real human hair. That's Ooh, a little creepy. That is creepy. Um. It's more of a religious Madame Tussauds, but... Okay. I don't know. I guess if you want to go see a bunch of mannequins with real hair... No, thank you. Check out Fort Worth, Texas. Okay. Been there, but I'm I don't sure, remember sure that. sure Fort Worth is great, but it's like... Fort Worth is awesome. Been there. Done that. Uh, I've been through Houston driving. No, thank you. Okay. That's the fourth largest city in Missouri. In, in, not Missouri. Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's in Texas. Okay. Country. Uh, Houston, you don't think about Texas being the fourth largest city in America, but Houston is. Well, Texas it is, is not. a pretty big yeah. city. Yeah. Houston, I mean, Texas has... <laughs> Texas has like four of the top ten largest cities in America. I believe that. Oh, yeah. It's a big no. state. Yeah. yeah, totally. San Antonio, Dallas, Houston... Houston. And there's one out there. Austin, I think. Something like that. Yeah, I would believe it's Austin. It's up there. It's oh, okay. up there. It's up there. It's oh. pretty crazy. Vermont. Vermont has They have a, lots of grapes. They have a grave oh, with sorry. a window. The grave of Timothy Clark Smith was outfitted with a little window <laughs> because he was terrified of being buried alive. I'm not sure what he did. That he's going to be buried. Alive, <laughs> yeah, really. Like, um, it's hard to see through the window now, as the man died in 1893. Yeah, but it's still worth a trip to see it if you want to try to look in the window and see his, de- you know, decaying. Body, no, thank you. Bones. Actually, pretty cool. Really? It is kind of cool. I mean, y'all, yeah, y'all. And when go. he first happened, I could see walking up to this grave with a window. You know, I thought they just put a bell on it in case they woke up and they could just ring the bell, but. Well, I kind of want a window now. I know. I'm like, wouldn't that be cool? I want a window. Yeah. Whatever. 
as long as I get storms. a view. Of the ocean. <laughs> no, storms. Of, and storms. View of what? If, yeah. I had a, dead. if I had a view of the west. That's all I mean. If, if, if you're dead, I don't even. Yeah, I, mean, I get it. All I right. get it. Last okay. one. All right. Virginia. Charlottesville, okay. Virginia. Okay. They are home to the love <coughs> butt. What? It's a 10 foot tall, 1600 pound piece of artwork shaped like a butt. <laughs> it was originally featured on a comedy show pilot, but is now a permanent fixture in Charlottesville, Virginia. Oh, I've heard that term, but I didn't know it was that Big, thing. Big, pink, and embarrassing. It's <laughs> a perfect road trip attraction for using the, I'm just pulling over to use the restroom excuse. Well, I just feel like Branson missed out on that. Oh, we should have I mean, it even has its own hashtags. Hashtag the love butt. The so love you can butt. post your pictures when you take your picture next to the oh butt. Oh my gosh! It has a huge, giant tattoo on it too. Hmm. Well, I mean, do they get lots of tourism dollars from the love butt? I doubt it, because it's just a roadside thing. You can pull up and take your picture. You don't have to pay to see it. Well, I understand that, but does it attract people? I mean, it has to. It might. You know, I'm sure it's just people that are just happen to be passing by. Right. Who actually drives out of their way to go see a ten well, foot tall butt? I would. When you're traveling in an <laughs> area, you look at me. a map and oh, the love butt's the love only butt. Let's go there. Miles from here. Let's go up. Miles. I don't think I'd go three hundred miles. Let's go up to the love butt. Well, that's the B fifty threes. Well, you can Google it? it, and there's a picture, yeah. and I think that's all I would need. I don't need to see it in person. The picture is good. But enough. see, Shara, is that your last one? That's it. Sorry. Wait, the, you didn't. The love butt. You didn't do the the biggest Missouri one. That was all the Missouri. That's listed where was the the, uh, the where you get the fudge, right? Uranus. Yep. I did, didn't mention that one. Well. We yeah. have to write the website and say uh, hello. We yeah. used to go to Uranus a lot. It didn't even I've got mention pictures. Hershey or anything. I mean, no, Uranus, Uranus. I mean, my friend Marilyn, she had to go to St. Louis, and so we thought I drove her. So I thought, let's just stop at Uranus. It's got a museum. It's got it's a got huge pictures. gift shop. Yes, and I got stuff from there. And you know what? The most fun part about the entire experience is. When you walk into the gift shop, they all yell, Welcome to Uranus! <laughs> Honest to God, every single employee. Every we single used employee. To pass through there. I don't remember that. You need we, to stop. We used to go to that place. I'm good, really. We used to no, go to it's a, great. We used to go to a place <laughs> in Richland where you. There That's was close. a restaurant where you eat in, in a, a cave. cave. Yeah. And we used to go through Uranus I don't every going time. By to Uranus, go there. Well, see, you're all y'all are spelunkers, so that would make sure from <laughs> from Springfield to Uranus. There's tons of billboards saying oh, Uranus. Yeah. Uranus Stop on your, Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, my favorite in Missouri was the signs that tell you that Highway ZZ is coming up, so people pull over and take pictures of them falling asleep on ZZ. Oh, well, now, see, I didn't know that. <laughs> That's funny. That's on the way from Uranus here to Miami. Tourist. <laughs> Is a uh, tourist attraction that a lot of fudge in Missouri. <clears throat> yeah, that's all they have. I mean, there's nothing there besides the fudge place and the, but but they've marketed it to. I mean, to, to become know, a huge tourist attraction on the way between Springfield and St. Louis. Sure. I'm serious. It is worth a stop. It's not yeah. huge. It is worth a stop. But Marilyn and I drive laughed all the way to St. Louis. We to... laughed from I the minute we pictures walked in. Of you Does that there. cave restaurant oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. still exist? I don't what? think so. 
Which one? <gasps> the cave restaurant we used to go to. Oh, well, it, was it was in cool. that area. I don't think it's there anymore. It was super cool. The cave's still there, but the you restaurant had to park a little bit of ways and then a little shuttle would pick you up. up and take you to it the restaurant. Really cool place. It was a really cool place. It was cool. And they yeah. had the first place we ever had fried macaroni and cheese. Yeah. Oh, that sounds kind of hillbilly to me. It I'm was sure good. It is. I bet it was. It was a little musty in there. Good times. Well, good. I'm glad I got to I add. I love caves because I work in one. That's my office. That's, that's one's true. still around the Joplin area that you can eat in. That's a cave. There is. Under cliff. Well, See, that would be fun. I think that would be fun to do. Not as much because you don't go in the cave like you did it. There's one in McDonough County, which is just a few counties to our west. Yeah. Oh, that one. I remember that one? We, we, went we ate and there. We went there, but it was still cold outside, it and was. it's not heated in there. It's literally no. A cave. It's a cave. It was cold. Right, it's like what fifty eight? Did I you say Corey? They had that some was good of those. Times. I yeah. think they had some of the standing, you know, heat yeah. kerosene things. Oh, or whatever, really? But it just was cold. Oh, that would be like, cool. I traveled with blankets, thank goodness, because all the kids went to the car and got every coat and blanket we owned, and we were like bundled up. But you're up, cold anyway. And you're like, like looking for warm things on the menu. I'm like, See, there should be more places like that in Missouri, because there's actually 10,000 caves in this state. Oh, yeah. There's tons of caves in Missouri. And we're unique, and there should be more than that. And there was one in Richland, which has since closed, but there's one in so is the Lanigan, cave, Missouri, which is still open. Is the cave restaurant in Silver Dollar City, is that a fake cave? Yes, and it's, it's not open. Right. It's not it's open not right open, now because we don't have the staff cool. right now. But if it's a fake cave, that's it's the a end. fake cave. But, but it's, it's still cool to eat cave. there. It's still pretty cool though. <laughs> it's cool to eat down there. It's the faux it's cooler. Cave. <coughs> anyway, yeah. yeah, I do remember the the cave we ate at that we had to bundle up and freeze our butts off and order warm food so we didn't freeze. There you go. Can you bring our soup now? <laughs> we're cold. As we're shivering here waiting for our food. Oh, guess. You know what? It's time to get to this last segment. It's the weather word of the week. It's time for the Stormdar Weather Weather Word of the Week. And Shara's got to read this because she's tired and we don't have a fourth person. So <laughs> I don't have a fourth person to provide. No. Anymore. So Shara, what is this week's Stormdar Weather Weather Word of the Week? Neep tide. Starting to get to the point where I can't speak because my nose is so stopped up so <laughs> yeah neep. i didn't know if it was going to come out as neap yeah n-e-a-p I, I guess neap neap tide so what's neap tide a small amplitude oceanic tide of minimum tidal range occurring semi-monthly near the times when the moon is in quadrature quadrature, quadrature. Uh-huh. i.e. the first and third quarters yeah the first quadrant or the last quadrant yeah so it's like a, a really small little tide thing coming in so you did pretty good for being so tired and yeah stopped up yeah well neap yes tide. neap in eap yeah i mean you know full disclosure Shara was up at 6 30 this morning and it's about kids. 10 after 6, but well, well, who's counting? Yeah, well, <laughs> hey, anything before 9 is like early. <laughs> so anyway, you did fine. Yeah, neap tide. I can't believe I keep finding weather words of the week. I'm going to find these for as long as this podcast is going to go on. I mean, and if I run out, we'll just have to do something else. So there you go. Okay, well, I think... We just need to stay cool. I mean, the rest of the week is going to be incredibly hot and dry. I mean, 
could have some poppers. What's your feeling? Well, well, there's chances for poppers throughout the week. Yeah, that surface base is high. We are a week away from meteorological fall. Yes, yes. September 1st is meteorological fall. That's when I'm hoping the GFS will stick to its guns because, like I said earlier in the A block, it's like if it pans out... Then we could have highs back down into the 80s again, it's the mid 80s yeah, for September. It's September, but... you know. It may not last, but you know we got to get rid of this heat block. We this do. big heat block is insane. It feels odd that we're close to September, though. To me, time's flying, man. It is. It is totally flying. This is episode 182. I can't believe we've done wow. 182 episodes of this. It's great. So we have to plan. We've got. 18 episodes before we need to plan on something big. I want mm-hmm. something huge. I want an audience. We talked about it for 100. How far up are we from that? Tw- uh, 12 weeks. Uh, no, no, 18 weeks. Oh, okay. I got some time. I was like, I better get to planning that. No, it's, one, it's 182. We're only on episodes. So next week it'd be 183. And yeah, I don't know. I just love doing this podcast. I just, see, I, I get all sad now because I know we're getting to the end of the podcast and I have my little outro in my hands. Like, I want to talk more. But we shouldn't because really we're more than an hour and a half into this <laughs> thing. So people are probably, most people are probably not even listening this far. So anyway, stay cool. Corey, you got anything else to add? Just drink water. Yes. Hydrate, because hydrate. Stay in. Use air conditioning if you can. Yeah, check on the elderly. Yeah, for sure that you need to keep cool, no matter what you have to do. Yeah, because this is this is nuts. It's not the worst heat wave we've had, but it's a bigger one. It is an extended heat wave. Yeah, this is going to last a while, and it's our third heat wave in a month. So third one. They, I know. I mean, they're not fortunately not lasting for weeks. So we'll heat wave and then cool down and come back. So we'll get over this soon. Get on to the fall foliage. We need to. You know, if we get some rain, foliage. Well, if we're lucky, and I don't, I don't feel like we're lucky this year. Got to get some rain. We got to get some rain. If we don't get rain, it's going to be what yeah. everybody thinks fall is now. The dead leaves falling off. As the long tree. as we're out in the drought area, I think maybe we have a chance. Maybe, maybe yeah. we'll have to see. Jerry, you got anything else to add? Um. Out of information. You are ready to go to bed. I know. <laughs> well, you know, it is time to wrap this thing up. So be sure to look for us on Facebook at Stormdar Weather. Like and follow our page and be sure to like or comment on our posts to have them show up in your newsfeed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to stormdarweather at gmail.com. Also, make sure and check out our website at stormdarweather.com. It's free. Well, that does it for this time, so join us next week for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast.